Believe it or not, post-it notes were created by a scientist trying to develop a super strong adhesive. This is Simple Joe for Friday, January 14th, 2022. I have a real love-hate relationship with post-it notes. Uh, I like them, they're convenient, but they can be really messy and disorganized and a real source of consternation for me. I'll I'll take a post-it note and I'll write something down on it and I'll stick it in a book or I'll stick it on my desk or I'll stick it on my monitor and keep it there. Then before I know it, I've got this whole group of post-it notes all over the place, flying, flying around in my notebook, flying around in my planner, flying around on a calendar and it just becomes a mess. They're convenient in the moment, but I'm not sure that they are good for overall productivity and overall organization just because they fly all over the place. Now I've known people that can, can, can take a post-it note and, and stick it on a calendar and then move it from place to place. And it just seems to work for them. It seems to work for me for about 10 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then becomes just a discombobulated mess. Oh, I, there we go. Hello, my friend. I'm Simple Joe. I am so glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad we are here together. There is one day left until I reach one year of podcasting every single day. Tomorrow marks episode 365. Today, we're going to hear the weather in coming Georgia. Uh, and today I invited my pal from coming Georgia, Rich Grimshaw from the daily podcast practice show at dailypodcastpractice.com. That's dailypodcastpractice.com. You should check his show out. It's really cool. Rich and I have been on this journey together of podcasting every single day. Uh, we started the journey from the kind of the same source, David Hooper's sausage factory formula, where you just jump on the mic and start talking and you talk improv- improvisationally. Uh, You learn to read from a script. You learn to read uh, out loud from a news article, uh, things like that. And you just practice podcasting every single day. And David Hooper, his, his sausage factory formula was the catalyst for me doing this. It was the catalyst for Rich doing his daily podcast practice show. And so we've been on this journey together. We've, we've exchanged texts and encouragements and so forth. Rich has been a real source of encouragement and motivation for me. And uh, so I invited Rich on the show to go through my top 10 things I've learned from podcasting every day for a year. And of course, the ever-present much, much more. So for my friends in or near coming Georgia, Rich's hometown, uh, you're going to see a high of 55 degrees and a low of 37 with partly sunny skies. Tomorrow, Saturday, you got some clouds, 48 and 31. And Sunday, you got some snow coming, 34 and 27 for your high and low. So Sunny today, 55, cloudy tomorrow, 48, and snow on Sunday, 34 degrees. Bundle up, coming Georgia, it's the white death is coming for you. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening, coming Georgia. I certainly appreciate you, and I am grateful that you are there. Here in Cincinnati, Ohio, we're going to see a high of 36 and a low of 24. Tomorrow, Saturday, 31 and 19 with cloudy skies. Cloudy today today as well, cloudy tomorrow. And we got some snow coming ourselves Sunday, 36 and 23 for the high and low. Uh, I don't know if it's a snowstorm, but uh, according to the little icon I'm looking at here, these are, looks like it's going to snow all day and it's going to be a pretty steady, uh, pretty steady snow. So similar weather to uh, coming Georgia, but yeah, I don't know if the white death is upon us, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm certainly, I'm certain, I'm certain that we're more equipped to handle snow up here in Cincinnati than they are down there in Georgia, but people tend to lose their mind when it snows or when it rains really hard or something like that. They, they invade the grocery stores and forget how to drive. So just be careful out there Sunday, right? So yeah, 38, 31, 36 for the highs, uh, today, tomorrow and Sunday. Today in 1741, Benedict Arnold was born, the turncoat from the American Revolutionary War. He was born today in 1741. He uh, he became a British officer. And it's funny, I was, um, for the longest time when I was a kid, I learned about the story of Benedict Arnold and how he was a 
uh, he turned his back on the Revolutionary War and uh, fought for fought for the British, right? And I learned that early in my life. And then I heard about this thing called Eggs Benedict. <laughs> I would think, why would they name eggs after this guy? He's a he's a turncoat. He's a, he, he turned his back on the on the Americans, right? Why would they name eggs after him? For the longest time as a little kid, I thought Eggs Benedict was was named was named after Benedict Arnold. Yeah. Benedict Arnold, born today in 1741. In 1919, Andy Rooney was born today. Nice guy from CBS, uh, CBS News and 60 Minutes. And I think he did a I think he did some time on a Sunday morning show, right? We lost Andy Rooney in 2011, but born today in 1919. Jack Jones was born today in 1938. We were we were just thinking about Jack Jones, my family. I think this was actually on Christmas or something like that. I was trying to think of the guy who sang the Love Boat theme, and he had been on the Love Boat, tall, gray-haired guy, Jack something, and I just I just couldn't think of his name. I asked my father-in-law, and he couldn't think of his name. Nobody could think of his name, his full name. And eventually gave up and we looked it up. And of course it's Jack Jones, but it's one of those, it's such a common name, but do you ever have that when you're, you're trying to think of a name and you, you can almost see the name, you see the person in your mind's eye, but you just can't get the name out. You just can't, it just, you're not making that connection. So yeah, Jack Jones was born today in 1938, singer of the love boat theme and all kinds of, uh, all kinds of crooning songs, right? 1941 actress Faye Dunaway was born today. Uh, I remember Faye Dunaway as uh, she was in a King Kong movie and was that Faye Dunaway or Jessica Lange? No, you know what? I think that was Jessica Lange actually. Now that I think about it, Faye Dunaway was in uh, Bonnie and Clyde in Chinatown and yeah, great actress in her own right. And I think, was that Faye Dunaway or Jessica Lange in King Kong? I think it was Jessica Lang. now that I think about it. Yep, born today in 1941. Happy birthday, Faye Dunaway. Maureen Dowd, um, columnist, Maureen Dowd. I think she's, does she write for the New York Times? But yeah, I, I know the name and I know she I know she is prevalent in today's culture. Born today in 1952. Wrestler Jim Duggan, Big Jim Duggan, uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, was born today in 1954. Uh, 1963. Producer Steven Soderbergh Soderbergh was born today. And in 1967, Emily Watson was born. Pretty good actress. I appreciate her work. She's uh she's interesting because she has one of those, she's that act, she's one of those actresses or actors that um, you know, that that I'm gonna take an aside here for a second. Is the word actress still used, or do we use the word actor for both men and women? actors and actresses do we so do do we still use the word actress or is it just actor for both i'm going to assume actor for both okay so emily watson is one of those actors that that you you know the face but you're not sure you know the name she's in a lot of stuff and you see her in a lot of things and but you're not sure of the name you know that's to me that's what emily watson is when i when i saw her face oh i know i know her she's been a lot in a lot of stuff Happy birthday, Emily Watson, born today in 1967. LL Cool J was born today in 1968, as was Dave Grohl, born today in 1969. He started off as the drummer for Nirvana and then started off and then um, became the uh, lead singer and guitar player for Foo Fighters, right? Born in Warren, Ohio. I don't know where, I don't know if, is Warren, Ohio close to Cincinnati? Let's look here real quick to see to see where Warren, Ohio is. I should, I should know this because we have a Warren County, Ohio, that is just right. I mean, just North of Cincinnati, right in right there, but let's see where Warren, Ohio is. That looks like it's up by the lake. Yeah, that's up there. That's up there. Just South, Southeast of Cleveland. So it's not, we have a Warren County here in Cincinnati, Ohio. That's just North of, uh, just North Warren County. That's just North of Cincinnati. Uh, it's con- actually considered the Cincinnati area. Lebanon, Ohio is up there and the Golden Lamb and all those places. Anyway, Dave Grohl, happy birthday. Born today in 1969. As was Jason Bateman, born today in 1969. Jason Bateman, great actor. Uh, I, mm, great actor, good actor. Let's call let's call Jason Bateman a good actor. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis is a great actor. Okay, Jason ba- Bateman is a good actor. Arrested Development, Ozark. 
Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. He's brother to Justine Bateman from Family Ties, I think. Yeah, I think they're brother and sister. Yep, happy birthday, Jason Bateman, born today in 1969. Today in 1784, U.S. Congress of the Confederation ratifies the Treaty of Paris signed in on September 3rd, 1783, ending the Revolutionary War. That that treaty was then forwarded on to Great Britain, Britain, and that ended the Revolutionary War. Also today in 1956, Little Richard released Tutti Frutti. And it's one of those songs that'll catch you in the ear. It'll be an earworm with you all day long. Tutti Frutti, oh Rudy. All right. <laughs> yep, it's in your head now, right? You can't get it out. Born today in 1956. Today is World Logic Day. Time to, it's the day to think logically or think about logic or, I don't know, celebrate Spock from Star Trek. But today is World Logic Day. It's Ratification Day. Of course, we just talked about Ratification Day and why it's, rat- why it's Ratification Day. National Dress Up Your Pet Day. Okay. I've never done that. I know people who do it, and I find them as very interesting people. Now, if you're dressing up your pet on Halloween, I'll give you that, okay? But if you're dressing up your pet every day just to dress up your pet, hmm, hmm, I don't know. It's your thing, right? You do you, right? I'll do me, you do you. If your thing is to dress up your pet and and your pet's comfortable and able to move about, then God bless you for it, right? Go dress up your pet today. Do it. Put the n- coolest, funnest outfit on. And you know what? If you're dressing up your pet today, do me a favor. Take a picture of your pet and text it to me. Take a picture of your your pet all dressed up and text it to me at 513-399-6468. I would love to see how you've dressed up your pet, if you would do that. To celebrate National Dress Up Your Pet Day, send me a picture of your dressed up pet. And finally, today is National Hot Pastrami Sandwich Day. I don't think I've ever had a pastrami sandwich. I'm not sure I've ever had pastrami, to be honest with you. Maybe I have had it and don't know it. Maybe it was on a fruit, meat, cheese plate, tray. What do they call those? A charcuterie now? A charcuterie? Uh, We called them Lunchables. (laughs) I did hear that. I may have said that here on the show. Um, charcuteries, charcuterie boards are just adults who grew up on Lunchables wanting to relive that, that those moments, right? So happy national hot pastrami sandwich day. I'm going to see if I can find a hot pastrami sandwich and have one today just to celebrate. So let's celebrate national hot pastrami sandwich day, national dress up your pet day, national ratification day and world logic day. Celebrate those days in any way that you feel necessary all right rich man i i just didn't want to i just didn't want to wrap up a year dude without without having you on i really didn't i uh we i, I kind of feel like we've been kindred spirits uh, along this journey yeah. right yeah in fact uh that's that's one of the conclusions that, that i came to is that i had we not uh, had this relationship i don't think i would have made it yeah i really don't i feel the same way i feel the same way i really do it uh just the encouragement the feedback all that stuff you know? Yeah. And I, I wasn't going to let you beat me either. I wasn't <laughs> going to let you go, you know, and me drop out. I wasn't going to do it. <laughs> That's so funny, man. That's so funny. So I've put together a list of a top 10 lessons from pot, from podcasting every day for almost for a year is what it is for a year. Okay. I'm not at a year yet. Now, so this, what, this is what I want to do. I don't edit. I know you do. And, uh, uh, the only time I edit is if I mistakenly give out my real phone number. <laughs> or my then I'll then I'll yeah. I'll pull yeah. that out. Or if I I will let it I will let it if um like in as this for example I will I'll stitch this into Friday's show. So what do you think, man? I mean, what, what do you think about this whole podcasting thing? What a stupid idea! <laughs> <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> so you you had a podcast coming into this yeah I, uh, at least one yeah I, right yeah absolutely well I, I didn't and i've always wanted to I, I i love the sound of my own voice what can i say and i thought 
you know, one of the biggest regrets I have is not being involved with the college radio station when I was a college freshman. I had a chance to do it, and I decided that I would rather go to the fraternities and learn how to drink and swear. And so that's what I did instead of going into radio. And now this is my second chance. And I figured, you know, let me do something with podcasting, except I don't have a lot to say. I just don't. And that's bad for a podcaster, right? So <laughs> when I was listening to David Hooper with his Sausage Factory format, he was just kind of, you know, doing junk. And I thought, shoot, he's a smart guy. If it's good enough for him, it's good enough for me, right? So I, I, like, so, I like David's daily podcast. I do. Uh, I listen to it all the time. I listen to yours. Uh, I just like it. Uh, you know, I, I, you, by the way, you have a great voice, dude. You have a great voice. <laughs> it's, uh, I'll send you an extra 20 by Venmo. Okay. It's, uh, <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> Thank you. you do, man. It's, it's, it's a, just a smooth radio voice. I know you use that. Do you still use that Heil, uh, that Heil microphone? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I it's picked the, it's the, the cheaper version of the PR 40 that you're using. It's the PR 22 or something it sounds, it's supposedly the same capsule but it's a little bit different body and it sounds great it, it sounds yeah. great well you know rich i i uh i love your show at dailypodcastpractice.com and uh and you know do you do you you use anchor right for your show yes okay okay and because i use three <laughs> that's the reason okay <laughs> i didn't think this was going to go anywhere and i'll be darned if i was going to shell out my hard earned money to for this so I, I went with anchor i get it i get it i get it yeah uh i like anchor that's what david uses i've met david uh we i've been to nashville a few times david lives down there in nashville and we've we've attended uh a couple events together uh really good guy really good guy i like yeah. his i like his uh his daily podcast practice show i like his his uh the big big podcast he wrote a he wrote a great book on podcasting uh just mm -hmm. he knows the space he knows the space really really well what i like most is how he takes his newsletter his weekly newsletter and he does a podcast episode about it i i think that's fabulous yeah and I, I enjoy the podcast episode so much more because he puts more into it well that's i i sent him a little message i said i said david i've never re read your newsletter but i but now that you're starting you're you've started making it into a podcast i listen every single time yeah that was brilliant you're and, right you're right and there's lots of good information in there he's got such a wealth of uh, of the industry stuff he knows what works he knows what doesn't and very creative and i've learned a ton just by listening to him now if i'll ever put that knowledge into use who knows because I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to do after this show. I was hoping that by doing this for 365 days in a row, when I was done, I would have a better idea of what I wanted to talk about all the time. <laughs> Not yet. I, I still got 40 days to go. Maybe that'll happen. I don't know. Where, where, where do you think you have most improved? Because you're almost to a year. You're about a you're. I think you're a 20 yeah, days I'm behind me. Days or the, yeah. 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 Uh, February 19th, 20th, I'll, I'll be finishing up. Uh, I think the improvement has been in uh, creating stuff that's worth presenting and talking about and, and delivering it. Uh, one of the things that I learned is that if, if I take just some article and read it as it's written, it sounds bad. It, you know, you, you write one way for people to read it. You write an entirely different way if you're going to, to speak it or, or produce it or, or deliver it or perform it. I like to call it performing because it's a lot like being on stage. You know, if all the actors on stage read their lines from the script and didn't perform them, that'd be a pretty terrible performance. Right. So, so one, one where place where I have improved is, uh, is writing. I, I'll, I write my scripts. My show is scripted. I, I, tried bullet points and I didn't like that. So I, I just wrote it. What, at one point I was talking about trying to write every day because I do want to write every mm -hmm. day. And then I realized I was writing every day. I'm writing the darn show. So that counts. Right. Right. So, so I've gotten better at taking a news story, throwing out what isn't good and rearranging it so that when I do deliver it, uh, orally, it's a lot more entertaining. At least I think it is. Yeah. So, you, and you do a really good job at that. You, you, you make it very succinct, interesting. Uh, I, I like your show as a show, uh, to be very honest with you. I like your show as a show, as a, as a listening experience. Uh, I like David's, David's daily thing because he's quirky and funny and has some interesting stuff to say. Uh, but I like your show as a show. 
so if, if I, I'll say this, Rich, if you keep going after one year, uh, I'll continue to listen. Absolutely. It's, well, it's a good thank show. You, but my wife, my wife will divorce me if I do. <laughs> You're going to go do a podcast again. Didn't you do that yesterday? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it, yes. It's taking some family time away and I've, I've got to attend to that. So. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think you'll, after, after you complete one year, so what was your, was your goal to do? Uh, this is going to turn into a rich Grimshaw interview, so I'm sorry, but was your goal <laughs> to do a year? Was your goal to do 90 days or 30 days or? No. It, it was a year that was from the beginning. I was going to do it for one year. I, I never expected to, to do it. I never expected to make it. I mean, I've set goals all the time and not reached them. And, uh, by the way, I liked your take on goals versus values that you recently did. That was, that was very thought provoking, but no, I, I didn't think I would do it. I just wanted to do something. So I set this goal and I was real close to pulling the plug several times and you would send me a text and say, you know, it's the resistance, buddy. You got to keep going. Yeah. And, and that, that helped, that helped a lot. Yeah. Well, and, uh, and, and, you know, you were still doing it every day. And I, like I said, I wasn't going to let you, <laughs> gonna let you win. Now, Rich, if you do, I'm going to stop at 365. I, 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 uh, I don't know if I'm going to stop completely, but I'm definitely going to take a break. Uh, yeah. yeah. If you do yeah. three, six, 366, just to beat me, then I'm no, coming no, down no, to no, come no. in Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not where it is. <laughs> I, I am going to do one extra episode just in case I've miscounted or something. I don't right. want to, I don't want to get thrown out of the record book for something <laughs> stupid like that. I'm about as good as with numbers as, as you are sometimes. So. Oh, that hurt. That hurt. You hear that? Kevin Curtis Allen rich feels the same way you feel, dude. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Curtis Allen, of course, my UK correspondent. Yep. Uh, anyway, let's get to this list, man. I, I, uh, I appreciate you coming on. I wanted to, of all people, I wanted to share this list with you. And because we have been on this journey together and I, I appreciate you reaching out to me. I appreciate the, the encouragement that you've given me, uh, the attaboys, uh, just knowing you're out there listening and the mentions on the show. I know I, I bet I mentioned, I, I may mention your name once a week on, on my show. And I know you do the same and that there's something about that. I mean, uh, here, here, just hearing your voice, hearing somebody else down in Cumming, Georgia, uh, say your voice like, wow, it, I'm, I'm, I have, I'm something, I don't know what yeah. it is, but it's there. <laughs> Isn't that a weird and for feeling? our listening from our listening audience? Let's be clear. You and I don't know each other no. for any reason other than this podcast. Right. And I think I found yours because David Hooper made an Instagram post about it. Yeah. And I thought, Oh, somebody else is as dumb as I am doing this <laughs> stuff every day. You know, let me see if he has a pulse and can fog a mirror. Let's, let's try that. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. That's it. So yeah. It is, it is a strange relationship, but a good one. I, yeah. I, 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 um, I'll say this. I, I, I definitely consider you a friend. I think we're pals Yeah, and likewise. through this connection. Uh, I'm glad I know you. I'm glad I met you. And, uh, if I'm ever down in coming Georgia, I certainly uh, would like to have a cup of coffee with you, dude. I would certainly. Well, I'm, I'm going to scheme to get up to uh, your neck of the woods because I spend a lot of time in Louisville, Kentucky. That's where the company I work for is headquartered. And that's not that far away. No, so. about two hours. It's, well, come on up. Yeah. We'll have some skyline chili and some graters yeah. ice cream. How about that? Well, let's get to the list, man. Let's get to the list. These are my top 10 lessons from podcasting every day for one year. And I am, uh, I am one day away from it right now. Hint, just, just to let you guys know, we're actually, Rich and I are actually recording this in advance. I, as I'm releasing this, it's one day. I, I've got one day to go before I've podcasted for one year. Uh, on one, you know, one thing I do when I ask you about it, and I'm going to back up a little bit. You don't, the difference between your podcast, there's lots of differences between our podcasts, but uh, you, you, you edit your show, right? Yes, I do. You edit your show. And I like why you edit your show. And I've thought about this a lot myself. If I'm now, correct me if I'm wrong, Rich, you edit your show because that's part of practicing podcasting, right? That, that's correct. That's a skill that you want to improve on. That's a skill that you want to learn. That's something that you want to get better at. It's part of the podcasting world. So you practice that as part of your podcasting process. That's correct. Yeah. Makes perfect I, I sense. Want to, yeah. The, the practicing is to to go through the whole process and at the end have something that's worth listening to 
and and that includes editing. It just has to. I, I think I, I lose a little bit in the learning process because of that, but it doesn't bother me. I'm I'm happy with the process I have. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. I uh I want to get better at speaking improvisationally on the mic. Uh, I have a real uh, I had a real fear of solo podcasting. I I have a podcast, uh, another podcast that I've done. Uh, I can't say that I do it because I don't release an episode as much as I have in the past. Uh, it's gone on faith edge and on faith edge.com, but that's highly edited, highly edited, highly produced. Uh, and I want it to get better at just getting on the mic and talking. And so I said, I'm going to spend however, and I didn't set out to do this year. I think I set out to do it 30 days or 90 days or something like that. So I didn't, I didn't set out to do a year, but then you get momentum, right? You get momentum. And then I know rich is out there and rich said he's doing it for a year. That gone it. So am I, so am I, but I, 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 I don't edit. The only time I edit is if I'm thrown out a phone number that, uh, like a personal phone number or my personal email address or something, something like that. You know what I mean? I don't think I've ever cursed. I would probably, if I've dropped the serious curse word, I would, I would probably edit that out just cause it's, it's the right thing to do. <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyway, you know, the, here with this list and I thought about this list and I, and I thought that I want to go more towards the, uh, more towards the, uh, technical side of it. What I've learned technically about podcasting or what I've learned about myself. And as I put the list together, I, it's this, this list, many overlap by at, at some level. Uh, but many of these lessons, many of these things that I've learned can be applied to all parts of life, really all, all parts of life. And so I'm going to go through this list and, uh, rich, if you would, I just appreciate your commentary. If you have any commentary on, on, on those that you find interesting. Um, so let's go through this list. All right, let's go. All right. Number 10, I'm much more resourceful than I thought. I'm much more resourceful than I thought I've had in committing to do this podcast every single day. I've had to figure out how to do it while I'm traveling, while I'm visiting family, while I'm on vacation, while I'm driving in the car, when I have forgotten about doing it and it's 1030 at night and I've got an hour and a half to put out a show and I realize, Oh, or my wife has planned a dinner and, and I, I have in my head, I'm just, I'll do the show tonight at nine o'clock. And she says, no, we're going over your ex friend's house. You know what I mean? Not, not former friend, but I just fill in the blank. But, and I realize, Oh, that means I either have to be back by 1030, which is probably not going to happen. Uh, or I have, I have 45 minutes to do something right now, <laughs> but I, I think that's, that's a good take on it. I hadn't thought of it that way before, but you know, you're, you're committed to doing this and it's obviously important, important enough for you to get creative when you have to. So I agree. Yeah. You're, yeah. Like I said, I mean, I've heard you do your show in, in Louisville in the, ho- in the hotel room in Louisville. I've done mine while driving in the car. You've done, you, you yeah. record it while driving right. in the car. Uh, I'm just much more resourceful than I thought. I thought, okay, what happens if I get in a, I, I've done it walking down, walking along the beach. I've done yep. it when I'm visiting my kids. I've had my grandkids on the show for yeah. content because I couldn't think. Yeah. <laughs> and the beautiful Karen was right there. Yeah, the beautiful times Karen the car, a lot. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, number 10, I'm much more resourceful than I thought. I've been able to figure out a way to do this. Uh, and God willing, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll push through this, these final, this final day. Uh, so that's number 10. I'm much more resourceful than I thought. Number nine, good habits, bring good results, breed good results. I have it in my mind. I have a certain routine that I go through and I talk some of the, a lot of these overlap. So, uh, but I've, I've developed some good habits related to podcasting. I've developed some good routines related to podcasting. And, uh, and some of it is almost automatic where I'm not, I'm just not thinking about it. Once I start, once I turn on the recorder, once I set my microphone, once I, once I have my list in front of me or I have my, my notes in front of me, my bullet points in front of me, it, it does kind of start, start to flow. I kind of get into a groove and you can feel that you can feel that it's, it's habitual. And so as I've built good habits, the, I think the show has gotten better. So good habits breed good results. Agreed. And th- those habits are things that change over time. Cause you know, your first episode is far different than your 200th. And that's because you were able to, to make, make the calls and, and change those habits or, or 
um, maybe not change is the right word, but develop them to the point where you are now. And I think those habits are going to stay with you for your next journey, wherever that is. Absolutely. And knowing that you can do that, knowing that you can build good habits. And <clears throat> so that's number, that's number nine, good habits for good results. Number eight is very similar. Like I said, there's a lot of overlap here. Processes and routines are the key to consistency. Uh, processes and routines are the key to consistency. And I said this in the meeting, these, these are lessons that can be applied throughout, throughout all parts of life. But I was able to find a process and a routine. I have, I have my Mondays, I have my Mondays, interesting headlines. And then Tuesday and Wednesday, I just steal from Monday to <laughs> from the headlines and read a, an interesting story. Uh, Thursday or Thursday, I have, um, uh, I have random questions on Thursday. Friday's a list. Uh, Saturday is kind of hodgepodge. Sunday's kind of hodgepodge. Saturday and Sunday are actually my, my more difficult one. My more difficult shows, my most difficult shows, because I don't have a process and routine for it yet. I, I agree. If, if I hadn't developed a process, because when I started, I was just sitting down and going through a whole long list of things to look at. And if I found something interesting, I, I was good. I had something to go, but that that took a long time and wasn't serving me well. So I had to develop a better system and that kicked in maybe a hundred episodes or, ago or so. And, and since doing that, it's made it a lot easier. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Think about what you said a hundred episodes or so ago. <laughs> Gosh, I mean, it's yeah. been that, I mean, we're sitting at a year, my friend. I know it's fantastic. Fantastic. So that's number eight processes and routines are the key to consistency. And number seven is something I found out about myself uh, shortly after you reached out to me and, and some other listeners list, reach, reached out to me and gave me feedback on the show and let me know they're out there listening. And being what I consider a kind of a libertarian-minded, rugged individualist mindset, I thrive on feedback from listeners. I thrive on hearing people say, attaboy. I thrive on, on support and encouragement. I do. And maybe more than anything, that's what has kind of kept me going. That is what it has kind of kept me going is just knowing that there's actually people out there. Some, not a lot. I don't have a lot of listeners, but there's people out there listening and, and, and counting on your show being in their, their feed in the morning. Yes. 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 And that's so cool, man. And I thrive on that feedback and that idea that they're there and, and you and Daniel Ginger and Kevin Curtis Allen and Samantha Coon and Connecticut Kurt and all, all these people who have, who have are part of my life now. Uh, I thrive on that. I do it. It, it puts gas in my tank, dude. It puts yeah. gas in my tank. And I, um, these, this feedback is, then that's something that surprised me about me. And I had to kind of admit it to myself that I really, what other people think and feedback from other people is, is very, very important to me. And uh, I, I've learned that. Yeah, no doubt. If I were to change one thing, it would be in, in asking for feedback. Cause I made the conscious decision at the beginning that I just wasn't going to ask for it. And I was going to make it kind of difficult to get in touch with me. I don't give out a telephone number like you do. I don't even list an email address. If somebody wants to catch me, they have to go to my website and look at one of my social media links and try to get me that way. And, uh, I, I just wasn't willing to add the overhead of process and feedback. And, uh, that was a mistake. I, I should have in incorporated that. And the next time I do this, I will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually that, 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 um, that tip was given to me by Connecticut Kurt who said, you know, you should, if you want to get better, you got to have people tell you how you're doing. Right. Thank you, gotta, you Connecticut Kurt. Good point. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. So that's number seven. I thrive on feedback from listeners and, and it's not just feedback from the relationships, from the encouragement, from the, from the attaboys. Uh, I thrive on that. It, I, I do. I, it puts gas in my tank. So that's number seven. Number six, mistakes mean progress. Mistakes mean progress. You got to make mistakes, right? You got, there's, there's this fear of making a mistake. There's a fear of looking a fool. There's this fear of, of not being taken seriously. So, so you want to, you just want to make sure it's, it's, it's perfect. And, uh, and I'm not and by making mistakes publicly 
for me, it's out there. It's out there. It's kind of laid myself, laying myself bare. Now we're not talking about groundbreaking world changing mistakes here. You know what I mean? That this, this stuff isn't going to end up on CNN, right? But still it's still, it's out there for somebody for the world to see. But when I make a mistake, it means I'm making progress and I can't be afraid to make mistakes. It means you're trying. I mean, this is an experiment, right? And you, you're willing to put yourself out there every single day, uh, putting your, your voice in an MP3 file and let people listen to it and get, ask for their feedback, (laughs) you know, whatever that may be. And, you know, going into it, not knowing what the path looked like, we were going to make mistakes. So I'm glad that you're, you're over, you're not afraid to make mistakes. That's great. Right. Right. Mistakes mean progress. And that's a, that's a mindset shift for us, right? That's a mindset shift to say, okay, I'm going to make as many mistakes as I can, because the more mistakes I make, the more progress I'm making. So mistakes mean progress. That's number six. Number five, Rich, this is a lesson I've yet to learn really, but I'm learning it. And, And it's all about it. It's all about as I'm, as I'm doing the podcast, as I, as I'm, this is a life lesson generally. Okay. Let me go ahead and say it. Number five is go slow to go fast, go slow to go fast. So what I, what I mean by this is, is as I'm going through the, uh, through the show, I've got to learn to slow down. Uh, sometimes I can, I can fumble over myself and I'll, I'll forget stuff and I'll be all over the place and I'll flake out and I'll just, you know, part of that is just kind of who I am. Right. Part of that is, is, my appeal is that the word I'm looking for? My just who I am, right? Uh, but part of that is just being nervous and not um, just kind of wanting to get through it. If I would just slow down, what I've learned is when I do slow down, like I'm trying to do now, is is I I, I use a lot less crutch words, a lot fewer crutch crutch words. I um less, I stutter less. But also just, just the thought of being more methodical about it, being more methodical about, about the process, being more methodical about what I'm trying to say, uh, allow pauses, uh, just makes the whole process go faster and I'm less frustrated by it. And I'm less, I'm, I'm, I, I, I don't edit much, uh, but I've just got to learn to go slow, to go fast. The tortoise wins, right? Yeah. Well, as a person who's listened to at least 300 of your episodes, <laughs> I can tell you that there hasn't been a single one where I've thought, come on, Joe, get on with it. I mean, I, <laughs> I just haven't, you know, you're, you're, you're simple Joe and you're just doing your thing and you're talking and you know, you trip over your words just like everybody else does and you get caught up in your thoughts and that's you. Yeah. So well, I appreciate that it means a lot. So, but I do, I have to, if I want to get better, on the mic, I have to slow down. I have yeah. to slow down. No doubt. I got you. Um, so that's number five. Go fast to slow. To, go slow to go fast. Number four. Good enough is probably closer to great than I think. I'll go along with that. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> so when I what I mean by that is, I I, I stress over. Do I just I I because I do. I take pride in it. Like you, I want to do a good show that's engaging that people listen to and that people come back to listen to and that provides some, some level of entertainment or information. And so we, we, we reach for this perfectionism and I'll talk about perfectionism, perfectionism in just a second. But, uh, but if I'm just, if I settle, okay, I've, I'm putting out the show, it's good enough. And then when I go back to listen to it, Oh, that's pretty good. That was a pretty good show. That's closer to, that's close to great. And some of the shows that I've thought I've just fumbled over myself, I've gotten some feedback from people and, and they've said, wow, Joe, that was a really good show. And so good enough is probably closer to great than I think. When you say good enough, what kind of, what are you judging? Is it the content or your delivery or the whole package or? I would say the delivery. Okay. I would say the delivery. Uh, although the content, sometimes I feel like I've just mailed in. There's been times that I feel like I'm just, and, and, and sometimes when you commit to doing something, you're just, I, I'm just putting something out. 
Yep. I'm just putting mm -hmm. something out. And I did. But you know, you're honest about that. And when if you're speaking from the heart, that's all you got to do. Yeah. Just just be uh be yourself. Be simple, Joe, and and that's that's good enough. Yeah. And you know, you make a mistake, you learn from it. Make mistakes are progress, right? Yep. Good point. Good point. So that's number four. Good enough is probably closer to great than I think. Number three, perfection paralyzation is a thing. That's a thing. Uh, being, being paralyzed by trying to be perfect locks me up. And there's been many times that I've not felt like doing the show because I'm like, I, I just can't get this man. I, I can't learn to slow down. I, I, I'm, I can't find good content. I'm just, this is just silly. This is just silly. And, and I've been locked up, man. What, yeah. Now I understand what you meant. I, that when you first said it, I was a little bit off, but yeah, those are when you say, this is the stupidest idea I've ever had. I'm, I don't, I don't need to do this. You know, I'm going for a walk or whatever. And yeah, I, I've, I've been sitting in that chair a couple of times and I, I think I blurted that into the microphone and you know, next morning I've got a text from Joe saying, Hey, I feel you, you know, keep going. <laughs> so thank you for that. That, that kept me in the game. Yeah, man. Yeah. So I, I, I've been locked up before, man, where I'm sitting there. I'm a, oh, I just either, I don't want to do it. I feel, don't feel like doing it. I don't feel like putting, I don't, I don't have anything to talk about. It's not going to be even close to good. Um, so perfection paralyzation is a thing. That's a thing. Do you think, do you think that ha happened more in your earlier days or is it still kind of a, a regular thing? I would say you're, that's a very good point, Rich. Uh, I think it was more in the earlier days because once, once I got into a routine and I got into a groove and I knew that, okay, this is Monday. So I know what Monday is. I'm just going to sort through some headlines, find something interesting and read, read through them, you know? Uh, and, and I know I, I'm going to do my birthdays. I'm going to do my, uh, and, and I have a process for all of that. So that's a very good point. I, I never thought about that here in the, in the, in the later time, in the later in, in the show, uh, in the year, I, I'm less, I'm less concerned about it. Yeah. I'm less concerned about it because I have a routine because I have a process. That's a good point. That, that was the, the truth for me. By the time I got to the halfway mark, I, I was pretty much, uh, done with feeling stupid and wanting to give up and so forth by by that time the habit had taken hold and this was something that i did every day and i got to the point where i looked forward to it because like you said you had developed a system and you you knew what you were going to do you didn't have to invent something totally new every day right take some stretch right. out right and i've done some pretty short shows before and and just kind of mailed it in just uh, to be honest with honest with you I, i've mailed it in because i just wanted to do a show and i promised i committed to do it, doing a show. And I said, I'm doing it. However it ends up and is what it is. You're allowed. It's your show. <laughs> that's right. right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I know that, that there was, there was one time that you came onto your show and you said, Hey, I'm, I'm here because I promised to do a show every day. And this is the show. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like you said, Rich, wise, wise words. It's yours, right? Yep. It's yours. Yep. So that's number three. Perfection paralyzation is a thing. And number two, simple is better. Simple is better. Sign me up for that. Yeah. I, I go along yeah. with it. That's throughout my whole life. I'm in this never ending process to, just to simplify my life, to get rid of stuff, to get rid of things. And and I do this show over at On Faith's Edge that's highly produced. It has a lot of, lot of transitions and, and all that other stuff. This show is just simple. It has a simple intro and a simple outro for music. I kind of like that. Uh, by the way, I love your, your – you, I don't know when you changed it, but I love your intro music, man. Uh, you use it for outro, right? It almost has – I, I told you this. Yeah. It almost has a ZZ Top LaGrange yep. feel to it. I was looking for something that was had a lot of energy yeah uh and uh and that was it because as i started out the way david did just using that music in uh, anchor and that was a bad way to go and so then i went quiet and then i finally found a piece of music so yeah 
Yeah, I, I like it. I like it. You're right. It does. It does add add energy, and it's still simple, right? Yep. So that's my whole thing. Simple is better. And and if I ever go back to doing on Faith's Edge, the biggest reason I I think I stopped doing it is I didn't simplify the process. It was too complicated for me. Now, if I had a staff to do, but it was just too complicated for me. Uh, you know, if I had producers and showrunners and all that good stuff. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think that's in the cards. <laughs> well, and I don't know. Maybe you didn't have uh, enough episodes under your belt to get the uh, the process down too, because that that's another big part of the success for this show is you got your process. You know what to do every time. That's a good point. That that's a good point. But if I ever go back to doing that show, I'm I'm going to dramatically simplify it. Dramatically simplify it. Uh, so simple is better. Just keep things simple. Keep things uh, easy. Not necessarily easy. I, that's probably not the best word, but just keep things simple. Simple is better. So before we get to number one, uh, number 10, I'm much more resourceful than I thought. Number nine, good habits breed good results. Number eight, processes and routines are the key to consistency. Number seven, I thrive on feedback from listeners. Uh, and and Rich, you have been just a, a source of, of inspiration and encouragement to me. So I, I want to say that again. Number six, mistakes mean progress. Number five, go slow to go fast. Number four, good enough is probably closer to great than I think. Number three, perfection paralyzation is a thing. Number two, simple is better. And the number one thing, the number one thing that I've learned from podcasting every day for one year is I love podcasting. I do. I like, I love that I can get on this, that you and I can sit across the country and talk to each other that, that I can get on a microphone every day by myself and people are listening. People are, people are listening and I'm making an impact in somebody's life at some level, level, even if it's a small, tiny thing, even if it's a small, tiny way, I'm a source of something to somebody. And podcasting is a beautiful thing that you can just pick up a microphone, especially in today's, in today's technology, I can, you can pick up a microphone for 70 bucks and pick up a little recorder for, you know, this little, this little, um, zoom P four that I have pod track P four. I think that was $199 and you can have an impact across the world, across the world, dude. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's pretty yeah. cool. So that's number one. And you're a good example of that. Yeah, I you, appreciate. I mean, that. you 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 have listeners across the world, right? Yeah. What the heck? <laughs> you know, and you think because I I mean I don't do I don't do any kind of marketing or anything like that. You think how does somebody in Moscow hear about this? How, how yeah. does it How does it happen? I I don't know. It just, it's just random, right? It's maybe I do a subject that they happen to be searching on. Um, I did a show, I did a show called, um, Oh, Joe Rogan, uh, Joe Rogan has COVID-19 or something like that. And that thing exploded. And, and what I found out, the reason is, is because exploded in moderate way, you know, and in, in, in our little simple way here, rich, right. Uh, mm-hmm. what I found out is it's because it was on Spotify because I put it on Spotify and all those other places. And Joe Rogan mm-hmm. is on Spotify and people were in, people were looking it up and they just, they just found it. And so, but I love podcasting. That's my number one. I love podcasting. So uh, you will continue to podcast some way then. I Absolutely. Mean, that, that's clear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I will continue to podcast somehow. This, this show is going to be a thing. Uh, I, I don't know what, it, what thing it's going to be, but it's going to be a thing. Uh, where it goes, I, don't, I, I really don't know. But I love doing this, man. I love doing this. Well, I, I don't know what I'm going to do every morning because you're the first podcast I listen to every day. My <laughs> gosh. There's, there's something uh, grounding in hearing the voice of a friend every day, you know, I open it up. There it is. Yep. 
Joe is still alive today. That's good. What does he have to say? And David Hooper's the same way. Yep. Although I don't yep. listen to his first, but I I just like listening to David. He's a he's a friend. Never met him. I've exchanged an email with him one, once or twice, but he's somebody you know. I I probably know more about him than I know about my brother. Yep. You know, just because he talks about his life every single day. I, I guarantee you this that that uh, even even that funny little thing about how many people in this world know that for some odd reason people call you Russ Grimshaw. <laughs> I do, I do. How many people in the world know that about you? You know, just the people who have listened to the to the, the daily know. podcast show, right? The daily podcast mm-hmm. practice show. So you're right. It builds those. I, I feel like I know you. I feel like we're, we're, we're pals and I think we are pals, but even if we've not connected with each other, even if we hadn't talked to each other, like we do or, or exchange texts, um, I feel like I know you, you know, and I, I tell you what I've been, there's been stuff that I've revealed on, on my show that close friends are like, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> That's so cool. Isn't it? Yeah, we'll we'll say things to the microphone that we would never bring up in polite conversation with other people. We just won't. <laughs> Crazy. That's absolutely right, man. That's so funny. You know, Rich, I'm going to well, let's wrap it up right there for today, okay? You know the reason I do the show every single day is because I love talking to you. I love it. It's my favorite thing to do every single day. Uh if I'm not hanging out with my grandkids or my kids or my wife or whatever, uh, I love coming here every day to talk to you and it, it means so much to me and you, you have helped me become a better podcaster. You've helped me become more consistent and I can't tell you how much I appreciate, appreciate that. You can continue to give me feedback. If you want to, you can email me at Joe at the simple Joe.com or text me at five, one, three, three, nine, nine, six, four, six, eight. All that stuff is in today's show notes. Don't worry about trying to remember to write it down or anything like that. Just, just switch, just flip over or scroll down or whatever, wherever it is on however you're listening to the show. Well, listen, I've made some great memories. I've made some great memories podcasting every day for a year. And one of those memories are, are hanging out with or exchanging text with people like you. And this is a great memory for me, Rich. And, uh, I do believe, I do believe that the, the legacy that we live in this, that we leave in this world is, are the memories that we give, the stories that we give to people to tell and, and the events that we have and, and, and the legends that will grow about our lives years from now. If we can do that, I think we've done something very cool because memories, memories are better than stuff, right, man? They, they, they certainly are. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you, Rich. I love you, man. I love you, but not in a weird way. Thank you. <laughs> I'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care.